0: Welcome into episode one hundred and three of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil. That is Tyler Siski. What it is? Former uh, Alabama personnel director, former Ole Miss recruiting director, former South Alabama assistant coach,
1: also an academic and eligibility expert. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know if you knew that or not.
0: I have heard. I've heard about uh, about your, uh, <clears throat> your your battles. In the internet world. I'm having some battles in the internet world today as well. It's good. It's always good. It's always good to have a fight here and there. Yes, the uh, the sound is still there. Did you he aw- it? Aware of, oh, yeah, I hear it. Aware of the sound. Uh, I do not need emails telling me that there's a sound. I'm aware. Uh, I do appreciate people looking out for me. The people that appreciate sent, the heads up, though, people that have in all seriousness, I've had some people send suggestions and uh, things of that nature.
1: Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Have you gotten an email that said unplug it and plug it back in yet? Uh,
0: variations of that email. <laughs> and I have, and, have and that. I have done that <laughs> on numerous occasions. Uh, we're brought to you by rain total body fuel, 300 milligrams of uh, natural caffeine. BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar—it's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Dude, I'm rolling with a Kiwi blend right here. And oh, I'm glad I'm glad I said this or thought about this.
1: I meant to say this the other day. I'm happy to announce that if you are in the Oxford, Mississippi area, which we have a lot of obviously listeners close, um, they have just received a massive shipment of rainstorm okay at the kroger here in town okay so if you're coming in for games or you're in town out of town and they're on sale oh at kroger for one dollar and 99 cents which is basically a buck cheaper than in which it'll get you at the gas station so you can load up on the rainstorm they have all the flavors and um now because <clears throat> bob was telling me this too the way they classify the drinks um like celsius is a competitor right so they put those type of drinks are closer to the pharmacy instead of in the drink section. That's the Kroger thing. Okay. So if you come in the Kroger here, they have a huge, uh, I mean pallets and pallets of it uh, by the f- uh, frozen food section. Oh, in the front by the pharmacy.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Over in the when you walk in, all the way to all the, the way left, left like you're going to pick back, up a prescription. Like, like you're going to get like the protein bars and yes. powders and stuff.
1: Yes, that's where it's located. Um, and they have every flavor, Buck ninety you Y'all go in there and buy them out. That's uh, good stuff.
0: Absolutely. Got a little tennis going on in the background, in case you're wondering. A little uh, U.S. Open quarterfinals. I'm always just – I'm always blown away by the miracle that is Novak Djokovic.
1: He is a modern work of medicine.
0: He's a modern miracle. It's a miracle that, I mean, this is a guy that – you know, thank goodness he was protected in previous years from this particular tournament. Because just imagine what would have <laughs> happened to him had he been in, had he been exposed to uh, COVID. I mean, I just can't even imagine what would have happened to Novak Djokovic. He wouldn't be playing right now against uh, Fritz. <laughs> is that Willie Fritz? Uh, it is. It's not Willie Fritz, but All it's right. another. I can't think of his first name. He's a very good player, one of the top ten players in the country, in the world. Maybe the best player in America, and he just cannot get past Novak.
1: A little tough time getting it going today,
0: huh? Just tough, tough in general to beat Novak Djokovic. <laughs> and it, but, but but again, the big story with Novak is just the miracle that he is. It, it's <laughs> incredible. I mean, it's incredible. He uh, he chose not to get the vaccine. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's probably, it, you know, probably saved him was a mask. He probably did it. Mask probably got him. Right. I mean, look, look at him. Look at him. I mean, <laughs> Look at Novak. <coughs> Guys, what, he's 6'3", probably 190 pounds. Probably got like 3% body fat. Hey, do you know when, like. I mean, without, with, I mean, and he made it. I mean, but you know why he made it? He made it because they, they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't. The, if he'd made it in. they if he'd, <laughs> if he'd gotten into the U.S. and played in this tournament a year ago, obviously something bad would have happened. All right. Uh, before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by nah, Screw instru- it. Screw <laughs> them. Screw them. It, it, take me off if you want to. I don't care. I'm done. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Not doing it anymore. Not doing it again. Never doing it again. I feel so much. Better. There will be no compliance this time. None. Zero. And if if you like, if, if, if you live in a place where they're going to send your kids back yeah. to school in a mask and you send your kid to school in a mask, you're a bad parent. All right.
1: Before we get started with football, can I let me ask you a question. You know what really bothers me a little bit? I'm, I'm, I come from a doctorate. I have a doctorate in common sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, football coaches, we're not very intelligent people.
0: See, here's my thing about football coaches and intelligence. I've met football coaches who I think are very intelligent. And I've met football coaches who I didn't think were very intelligent at all. I've met people And in I'm my okay field, with that. But I've met signal them out. So come on
1: out and say, this person is a dumbass. Don't use don't use the all incler- all-inclusive I word. I
0: rarely... I'll leave it at that. I, I I could say the same thing about media. I could say the same thing about educators. Uh, I could say the same thing about business people. Probably if I walked so in, like human beings. Yeah, if I walked into a room full of accountants, I bet I could find one that doesn't have much common sense, and I bet I could find one who's an absolute genius, and probably everything
1: in between. Yeah, so I I get accused of of my funny me being funny and and uh, pretend I'm dumb on here. People think I'm not very smart. Uh, which I'm not, Um, but anyway, you know what bothers me a little bit with my common sense is people that think that the government is giving you the absolute truth and best, whatever. It's your job as a human being to question it. And I always just go back to this. I'm 45 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the early 60s, we had this thing called the Cuban Missile Crisis. (laughs) Is that yeah, true? That is true. Okay. Well, John F. Kennedy was president.
0: He was. Okay. 1962. I 1962, always, 1962, I believe.
1: I always take myself back to when you see these videos of the government putting out videos telling teachers <laughs> to put, if in case of a, a nuclear missile strike... <laughs> yeah. Please go under your desk and cover your head. Yeah,
0: that's gonna do it.
1: Hey, you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, you know what?
0: You know what? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, if you're if you're under the desk, the missile's gonna go over you.
1: Oh no! Yes. But if you're
0: standing up, I you're mean, done. I don't know, it's kind of yeah. You're it's kind of like you're done. I mean, well,
1: they don't care about what you think because if you're not gonna come out of that and go, hey, you lied to me, man, because <laughs> you're gonna be toast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't care. So I always say that's the uh, that's the. I think it's our duty to question. All right, let's get to some football. Uh, Last night, um, didn't really think when we left here yesterday, I didn't think we were going to be able to talk about this game a whole lot. Clemson versus Duke happened last night. You were kind of hinting that you thought Duke could pull this off. Hey, look, I'll admit it. I didn't know. I I can't sit there and look at you and go, I felt like they were going to win the game. They just have either won games, like since Mike Elko has been the head coach, they've either won games. I think their biggest loss last year was by seven points. They had it at home, first game of the season. I right. was like, hey, the spread, was I had it at 12. I was like, let's take a shot because there's nothing. I probably wouldn't have bet it if it was just in the regular slate of Saturday games. Um, So I, I can't sit here and take credit that even though I did say it and I bet it like I had some overwhelming confident feeling.
0: Right. But, boy. um, Is the bigger takeaway how good Duke looked or how kind of meh, for lack of a better word, Clemson
1: looked? I think the truth is probably in the middle. Uh, Look, Clemson moved the football, but they just couldn't finish drives, which is part of the game. I mean, that's a critical part of the game. Yeah. Where I thought things were different than they've been in the past is Clemson doesn't have the dudes that it's had at the skill positions. They've been very slowly last couple of years. Yeah. And so, you know, last year their defense was so unbelievable. It kept them in every game and they almost had kind of what Alabama and, and Georgia are probably going to do this year. They're going to be so good on defense that they don't have to be perfect. But this year the defense is good, still good, but it's not as, I mean, it's just that one notch below where they yeah. can give up points. Yeah. And uh, Cade Klubnik, quarterback is a very talented young man but let's repeat what i said young that was his second start last night made a lot of questionable decisions threw the ball into coverage several times i know i counted i stopped counting i think it was like 3 or 4 in the first quarter and a half of the game um he's got some fundamental issues he rolls up on his front leg creates a fra- straight front leg and he sells balls which is going to be an issue like don't be high over the middle i mean don't be high you know what i'm right, saying like right. there's it's a it's free, the, free safety's dream. Yeah, the yeah. curl zone to the, the curl – you know, like Don Jacobs was uh, – I GA'd for Don Jacobs. He was one of the most influential people in my coaching career, teaching me actual X's and O's. Uh, Don Jacobs used to tell me, he goes, you know what's behind every uh, curl route? A corner. So keep the ball down. You know, you don't want to sell it from basically the curl zone in inside. Uh, that was an issue. Um, you know, running back – he is a very good runner. He runs hard, but he's not super dynamic. I know he was rated a gazillion star and all that out of high school. Um, I just think they're down a little bit on offense. And I, I think with that being said, their only touchdown last night came off a muff punt. Now, they, they moved the ball. They had a lot of yards. But it was just a very odd game. Um, I think I saw this stat. I think since Dabo Swinney has been the head coach, I saw this somewhere this morning. He's 50-something and an O as a head coach if they run for 100 and throw for two, uh, run for 200 and throw for 200 and they lost the game and in like the history of Clemson football they're like 100 and something and 108 maybe and o and if they have ran for 200 and, and threw for 200 and they lost the game last night it was just very weird uh with that being said what duke has done yeah and what mike elko has done
0: in a very short period of time
1: I mean, immediate. Yeah. I mean, the guys in his second year won nine games last year. uh, Really under the radar. People didn't really – I mean, he got some love at the end with a bowl game win, but those bowl game wins don't get the love that they used to, you know? Sure, sure. Won nine games, went nine and four with a bowl game win, and then this year come out firing and you go beat a top ten, you know, again, preseason rankings, but you beat a top ten team. I mean, that says a lot of things because I don't think the public understands how hard it is to get players – at Duke at Northwestern at Stanford at Vanderbilt. Those places are very difficult to get kids in school.
0: What I noticed about them last night, and I didn't watch the whole game I watched, but I watched probably, I don't know, a little over a quarter. Um, I just noticed, well, two things stuck out one, the atmosphere there. I've watched Duke games before on TV where it was like, man, it's kind of like going to church. You know, it just wasn't, they're waiting for basketball season to roll around. Um, Did a big crowd there. Students were excited. You saw them storm the field at the end. Um, Tom
1: Luganbill sent me a video, I guess, that uh, I'll show it to you afterwards. He sent me a video that just the ESPN crew uh, camera had that he took from them today. He was getting bounced around like a ping pong ball. He was shoving dudes trying to get to the interview. It was wild.
0: Yeah. I'll send it to you. I, I saw that. And then I saw just what I saw was a really well coached football team. They were pretty disciplined, they were very physical. Team sort of knew its identity, which is something you don't always get that early in a in a tenure. But they've got it. It was they were that was fun. It was a good night for a big night for them. All I noticed with Clemson's what you just referenced is Clemson's just not as talented as they have been in the past. They've they had a run. They had a hell of a run. They had a run where they were one of the top two, three programs in the country for a little while. Certainly a top five, top ten program for a good while. They did not look like that team anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. <clears throat> I, I, I saw North Carolina earlier in the weekend beating South Carolina. And obviously, I've heard a lot about Florida State and what they did to LSU. Clemson did not look like a team that could compete with those teams.
1: I don't think they have to play them. But I think they would struggle with somebody like Louisville, too. I think that would be a bad matchup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, Louisville can score. Um. I don't. I don't think. I don't think this is the. This is it, boss. I think they're going to drop some. Um, and look, I like Dabo. I know there's a lot of. I, I have a tough time. Everybody's like, oh, somebody says it in the um, chat over here. You know, should Dabo retire? Should resign? He's going to quit. Do all this stuff. Everybody likes to hate on hate on people who win. Like the guy I took him to the mountaintop. He's a really good human being. Whether you like him or you you don't think it's like yeah, it's not your cup of tea. You may not want to hang out with him, but he is a a great human being that's done great things for a lot of people. Oh, and by the way, he's taken him to the mountaintop uh, twice. Um, so I, I don't – I think he is – I think pulling the plug and do all that stuff and trying to run him the out. They're not going to be happy, but I think fandom needs to take a chill pill here and take a round around the uh, block and cool off a little bit so cooler heads can prevail because that's a – he's done a really good job, and he's not like he's not working. You know what I'm saying? The guy The guy tries his ass off, and he's – He's a good person and a good football coach. So I'm I'm not on the Dabo hate train. I, I disagree with that.
0: Um yeah, everything I've heard <clears> about <throat> him is is uh, that he's very very genuine. Um you and I probably have a mutual friend who interviewed up there and uh <laughs> No, no for a a, a position and oh, okay. he he came, he came out of his uh, out of vacation a day early. Left his vacation a day early to spend a day with this guy. Not on camera. Nobody knew. He's very genuine. Yeah, and and that's what he said. He said he was struck by how genuine he was. I mean, what you see is what you get.
1: He's not going to change. Yeah, and, you know, people like, oh, can, you know, if you don't like it and you don't think it's cool, that's he, on you. He's but
0: probably going to have to change his approach to the portal. <clears throat> he's certainly going to have to, or he's going to have to think about changing some of the rhetoric that he said about players and NIL and all that. Hey, look, it's this is where we are today.
1: I don't. I'll repeat this. We haven't said this in a while. I should have said this the other day. It's not about taking guys out of the portal.
0: It's about taking
1: the right guys oh, yeah, out no. of the portal.
0: Well, it's, and it's, I mean, you know, like you look at a Keon Coleman, for example. Yeah. I mean, you know, Cl- uh, them dudes. Clemson could have used a Keon Coleman. And I don't think they've really been involved in those types of portal guys. Yeah, but
1: I- you just just to go take a guy. Oh out no of the portal, no no no! You just got to take impact guys. It, like you gotta get at that guys. level where what they're trying to do, which is compete for a national title year in year out. Yeah, you got to go get the Kewan Colemans. Now they're not ever going to get them, but like that's where people get the the portal confused. They say Caleb Williams is a portal guy. No, he was tied to Lincoln Riley. Yeah, that, that, that's different. If Lincoln Riley didn't leave, he wasn't going to
0: leave. Right. That's totally and then different.
1: What Dion's done at Colorado, the guys that are the really the dudes like Travis Hunter. He wasn't going to leave Jackson State if, if Dion was still there. You know what I mean? Like those were tied to coaches. Ones that tied to coaches, elite players like Jordan Addison leaving would be a portal guy. Kawan Coleman, big time portal guy. Bear Alexander, portal guy. Like those are the guys that you got to go. When I mean, you got to pay for and you got to go get. Sam Hartman, portal guy. That aren't tied to coaches. But um, he he does not. That's his that's his philosophy. And I'll tell him this. I'll I'll say this much. I admire him more for sticking to his guns and believing in what he what he's done, and it, it gets him there.
0: All right, let's get into your SEC power <laughs> rankings. You the you want people to start with there the people have wanted you to uh, to give your SEC power rankings after week one. You've watched all these teams. Yep. I haven't, so mm-hmm. I will just uh, I will I will defer to you at this point. All
1: right, SEC power rankings after week number one. This is opinion only. You you will not find this on any other uh, media network besides. The old McCready and Siski podcast. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, nobody else has power rankings. Yeah,
1: nobody ever does it. Though, let's start with the West. Coming in at number one in the West is shocker: the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. Um, And I'm going to spoil it in a minute. I I think they're really good, dude. Um, I think, like I said the other day, they're really good on defense. They look like they've looked in the past on defense. Um, I like Milrow. I think he looked good the other day. They do have to find. He is the playmaker. They got to find something in the receiving core to give him some explosive plays. Uh, running backs will be fine. They got to create some explosive runs besides him. But I like Alabama. I think they lean on people. Number two in the West is the LSU Tigers.
0: But they lost by three touchdowns. I
1: do not give a shit. <laughs> as I made sure, every all of you haters on TikTok, as I told you last night, I don't care. Um, I think LSU is good. I think they got everybody's like, oh, well, their secondary can't cover. Well, look who they were covering. It wasn't like they wasn't there. I mean, they just had the Jolly Green Giant dunking on them, you know, trying to get the guy. They had a really going against a first round pick. Um, and they had a bunch of them. They, Florida State had receivers galore. Um, and they're also going against a, an elite quarterback. They're not going to see that the, for a while. Um, I think they are the, uh, most complete team. I think they can uh, – I love what they do schematically on offense. Uh, they give – they get truly uh, create problems. And what was funny is people look at the score, and they're like, oh, Florida State beat the shit out of them. Uh, you know, LSU's not any good. Well, they don't realize that the game was a lot closer than the scoreboard. They, the one thing I am disappointed in LSU, like I said the other day, is I thought they shut it down at the end. No coach wants to see that. I guarantee you that pissed off Brian Kelly – more than losing the game was how they kind of shut it down. And basically, just didn't really. I shouldn't say they didn't try. They gave minimal effort. is probably the right word uh, towards the end of the game and let them score a couple more times. But I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to say LSU two, number three in the West is not my favorite team, but for sure Chase Parham's favorite team. Oh, A and M, the Texas A and M Giggum Aggies uh look they look really good on offense like i said the other day i thought they actually look better on offense than they did on defense um they scored touchdowns in the first five possessions were able to push the ball vertically they have talented receivers uh they know what they're doing scheme was really good uh i, I think they can be a problem all right and i'm gonna cop out here on this four because i i can't really separate really four through seven yet you could you could tell one of them's got to finish last. I do not think that either Alabama, LSU, or Texas A&M is finishing last. I okay. don't think that's going to happen in, I, the, in I, this division. I agree with that. What I don't know is I can't – any of these other teams I'm about to talk about could, could finish last. They also could finish fourth. And some of them could probably even push for second. All right? Between Arkansas, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, those four teams, that's who's left in the West. I think you could just shake them up and and throw it. That won't get used against me. You can shake them up and, and throw it against the wall, and one of them will come out, one on one. Um I, I see positives and negatives on all of them. Um, you know, every one of them has questions for me. I want to see Arkansas get stretched vertically versus better competition. I think Auburn has some offensive concerns as far as when they face really good defenses, as far as – Uh, production from the quarterback position. Right now with Peyton Thorne, I think he's solid. I don't think he's dynamic. I think defense has some question marks. I think Ole Miss is elite on offense. I think they're terrible on defense. Terrible? Terrible. Okay. I said it. Terrible. You did? I I don't think they're very good on defense. Uh, Mississippi State, I think they're just solid. I don't think they're great at any – I don't think they're overly great at anything. I just think they're sound, and that's just – they're steady Eddie. So I can see any of these teams – Um, having really good years and it just, it's just a wash for me there.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know what you can learn about a team. This isn't me. You obviously see a different game than I do. My perspective, I just don't know what you can learn about a team when you see them play middle Tennessee Mercer or Western Carolina, Southeastern Louisiana, um, who else did they play? Um Massachusetts. I just I just Like US was like, like okay in, in spots, you like know. In, but in like in my world, I just I look at those games, I guess, because I sat and watched one in person and just said, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that there's anything to learn here other than like for the team that I cover, the one thing that I, I think and, and Kiffin has referred to this a couple of times, they they didn't they didn't coast in the second half. They kind of kept playing, and and that's you you you're trying to build you're trying to build culture, play every play, all that stuff. He got that, but like, did they find out a lot about themselves? Probably not. I mean, that, you know what I mean. I mean, not probably not. I mean, that's the worst team they'll play all year. Mercer will if Mercer. <laughs> Mercer would not beat any team remaining on Ole Miss's schedule. They would not beat Tulane, Georgia Tech, ULM. They certainly wouldn't win an SEC game. So we could take eleven people out of this chat right now and probably go compete. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So I don't know what you get. I don't know what you can get out of that. I'm, that's why I'm, I'm curious to see when some of those teams like like I don't know what we're going to learn this week. About. Right, here's my example. Here, here's like, as, as we continue. This is people say it's cop out. I don't i really don't think it is what, what are we going to learn about uh arkansas this week against kent state nothing, nothing. tennessee against austin p nothing missouri versus middle tennessee you not, might learn some but not much yeah. i mean you might find out that hey they still have some issues but that's what I'm. Getting. yeah but you're not going to learn anything about lsu this week against no. grambling florida's not going to do anything Florida is going to destroy mcneesh not learn anything about that i mean it, mm. you know you'll find out a little bit about you probably find out a lot about Wake. Probably some confirmation about Wake. I mean, about Vandy against Wake. You're not learning anything more about Georgia this week against Ball State. You're not learning a damn thing about Kentucky this week against Eastern Kentucky. We'll probably learn a little bit about about Ole Miss this week. We'll learn a lot about Texas A&M this week if if Miami is as improved as some people say they are. Obviously, we're going to find out about Alabama. Right? Texas is going to yeah. show up, and and um, and we'll learn a little bit about Mississippi State. That's they're going to take a step up against Arizona, but but we're not going to have we're not going to have enough it's it's one of the things that kind of drives me crazy about our industry and and what we do and it works though right as everyone does this is these sweeping we when we have buried LSU they're just buried i mean not you and me but in general they're buried they're done i'm like okay well, <laughs> but what if they're not like they were buried and done last year you know, after this game you know i mean what if what if they're not what if and what if they are Maybe they are, but it's too early to say. We'll find out soon, though. I mean, LSU's got some really tough assignments coming up here pretty quick. they got to go to Startville next weekend. Um, they've got, I think, Arkansas, then they go to Ole Miss. I, mean, I don't have their schedule completely, in, but I think that's right. I think it's Mississippi State, then Arkansas, then Ole Miss, and then obviously they've got a date with Alabama. I mean, we're going to find out about them, but I don't, I'm just not ready to do the bury them thing and then – some of the teams, they, they get so excited because their team scored a whole bunch of points against nobody. It's like, hey, can we just, just hold up? Right? Just hold up. Like if, if if Mississippi State beats Arizona this weekend by 30-something, you're like, whoa, look out. What, what What is that? But the fact that they destroyed southeastern Louisiana, here's my point in a nutshell. Okay? If LSU had played Mercer or Middle Tennessee or southeastern Louisiana or any of those teams on Saturday – they would have beaten the hell out of them the way that everybody else did too, right? That is correct. You know that. Here's what you don't know, and you don't know enough yet to know. What would Mississippi State or Ole Miss or uh, Auburn or Arkansas or, since we're talking about the West, Texas A&M, hell, even Alabama, what would those teams have done in Orlando on Sunday night they against lost. Florida State? They would have so, lost. They would have lost. Would we be burying those teams? Absolutely, I, I guess so. Yeah. And so I look at it, and I just think it's all kind of premature. And here's the other part: you don't know. And we won't know this for a few weeks. It's possible that Florida State's one of the best three or four teams in the country, and that we look and that we look back on that and go, "Whoa, yeah, LSU got popped, but they got popped by it in an elite team."
1: And it, again, the score got out of hand late. It wasn't indicative at the at the end um somebody somebody in the in the chat and I don't want to say what i'm talking I, I said that this morning because I worked with a bunch of uh extremely large Ole Miss fans that don't like my didn't like my take this morning when we were discussing this this morning and i I said this I said look So everybody talks about the first play it was just one play it wasn't just one play here's the problem with that play. the problem wasn't that he scored the i mean that he that they busted and all this stuff the problem was. It was a four nine forty at best quarterback that went right through the a gap and ran seventy five yards and not one player on that team could catch him. There were no angles to come get him. there was nobody there was nobody that reacted and they let a four nine f c s quarterback run right through the a gap for seventy five yards and not one person on s e c defense could catch him. That is a problem because you better have guys in the back end that can go have angles and run guys down. There's this thing called pursuit drill. It occurs every single day. Every single day. They know how to do that. There were no angles. The problem is, is you have starting corners that look like the 10 man when they're trying to do man turns. Stiff is all get out. And a guy from... FCS is running right by him. I can't help that the guard went the wrong direction and we're celebrating the fact that a three technique that was unblocked sacked a quarterback. I can't help that. I've watched the game twice now. And guess what? Mercer doesn't get any better the second time than they were the first time. They don't. There are issues on defense, and it's not scheme. It is personnel related. They don't have enough speed. They're not physical enough, and they're too stiff and not athletic enough to do what's being asked for them to do. And there's no answer. Maybe they get a little bit better. But we will know this weekend. They're going to get tested. But it doesn't matter. They're, they'll stop them enough. They're not going to give up 85 points. What I'm saying is is when they go to play Alabama's, LSU's, Arkansas's, uh, maybe Auburn to an the extent. They'll look good against Auburn. Um, but when they play teams that can score points, they are going to struggle. Good offenses will run through that defense like shit through a tin horn. That's the truth.
0: I, I mean, I, I can't argue with you because I don't know. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, i i watched I watched the Mercer game once live. I'm not watching it again. That was that was there was nothing. And don't at
1: me when you hold Tulane to 30
0: points. Don't at me. Well, if they give up 30 points to Tulane, they're they're in they're in trouble. I mean, from a long term, deal jo- I, I'm joking. I, 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 I'm in the minority on this. I think Ole Miss is going to win. Hand, maybe I'm not in the minority. I don't know. I don't really talk to many people. I think Ole Miss is going to handle Tulane with relative ease. They will outscore them. I don't think I don't think Tulane
1: can can stop Ole Miss.
0: I don't think it's going to be a super competitive game. They will. I actually think the Georgia Tech game will be closer than the Tulane game. But then I don't think we're going to know. And this isn't a knock on Ole Miss at all. I just don't think we're going to know a lot about them until they go to Tuscaloosa. Then we're going to find out a lot.
1: Yeah, because they you won't find out anything on Georgia Tech week. Georgia Tech did play a lot better, but they don't have the people on offense. I, I say that they may go score seventy. I don't think what they do offensively, it kind of fits. If somebody just lines up and tries, if, they, if somebody is one-dimensional in offense, Ole Miss is good enough to slow down a one-dimensional team. Yeah. What you worry about is the
0: balanced teams. But you get what I'm saying. I, I'm just kind of waiting for the games to come. Like, we're going to find out about Mississippi State next week. LSU is going to come to town. It's gonna be a, that, that's going to be a test. We'll find out a lot about them. Uh, pick a team in the West, a, A&M. A and M. Who do they, they get? Miami this week. So we'll learn a little bit more about them. But A and schedule is going to come down to what they can do against, you know, the LSU's and the Alabamas and the Ole Misses of the world. Yeah, uh, they got. I mean, that's that's they got a big one this week. We'll talk about. It. Yeah, they, right. they've got that one like Arkansas. Arkansas is going to beat. Who is it? Kent State. They'll beat Kent State. What are we going to learn about them? Nothing. they're going to beat BYU next week. What are we going to learn about them? Not much. Then we'll find out a whole lot about them when they go. I guess is it. They go LSU first and then ANM or one or the other. When they play those games, when they play LSU and Texas A&M back to back, we'll find out a whole lot about what they are or aren't. All right, uh
1: East SEC East, Shocker Georgia, but I'm they're beatable. I think you got to you you got to you got to find a way to score points. I think they can be slowed down on offense a little bit this year, especially early in the season. But dude, they don't play anybody, man. Yeah,
0: no, their schedule's very very friendly.
1: Extremely friendly. I think they're going to lean on people. They're just going to out-recruit people. Georgia, East, there. Uh, I had them at two because there's just no one. I think the East – I'm a little down on the East. I'm down on the whole SEC, if you can't tell. Um, Tennessee, I had to put them at two. I'm i I'm not sold, man. I'm not. I, I don't – it doesn't look right. I'm just trying to tell you on offense, it doesn't look right. Joe Milton – can throw the ball a hundred yards. Well, again,
0: the people inside that program last year said, "Hey, we're going to take a step back and then take a big step forward." So maybe this is the step back they referenced. Yeah, but I mean, I talked to people inside that program who said that's what's going to happen. That uh, maybe they were a little ahead of schedule last year because Hooker was so good, and that.
1: Well, you get an appreciation for it, right?
0: Yeah, and that maybe they would take a small step back this look. And
1: it wasn't just him; it was the receivers too? It just didn't.
0: I they're know, super man. excited about Nico Iamaliva. He played a little bit, and they're excited about the recruiting success that they've had, and they obviously think they are going to have success in the portal, and they're going to give him weapons. Um, but I think they're going to lose
1: games if they play somebody that can beat them. Um, like, I, I, let me tell you what will be a good a good tell for me. I would I, Texas A&M going to Knoxville. Yeah. Okay that that that's gonna. Yeah. Okay, because I don't know if anybody in the East can even challenge them. They're going to have to get their challenges, and they got to play Alabama, obviously. But we know we know what the result of that's going to be. That Texas A&M game will be pivotal. Understand where they're at, and both teams. Um, I put Kentucky third. No, really, just there was no reason not to. I'm not. They were solid. They were the solid, day. solid. But they, I'm, I'm just. You could. They have you a can, lot of
0: continuity in their program. Stoops has been there a long time.
1: You can throw these next three up and shake them around, but I think I got them ordered right. I would probably if you argue with me, I could probably say South Carolina, even though South Carolina got manhandled up front. Rattler did throw the ball. They had some guys that can make plays, but I just thought uh they were manhandled by uh North Carolina. So I put them uh behind Kentucky. And then I got Florida, Missouri, and Vandy uh wrapping it up. I told you I'm not I don't I'm not a fan of Missouri right now. They got to show me something. Um they're gonna play middle Tennessee this weekend. It's a twenty and a half point spread. If you told me that Middle Tennessee won that game, I wouldn't be shocked. No way. I'm t- dude, I watched South Dakota. A 3 and 8
0: FCS team Middle Tennessee around. Middle front. Tennessee is not beating Missouri. Middle
1: Tennessee wasn't all shabby now. Come they, on. Come on. I, I'm t- Middle Tennessee is not shabby. Okay. Now they played Alabama and they had to get, and they what they moved the ball.
0: They did good things in that game the other night. I didn't say they didn't do good things. They're they're not going to Columbia, Missouri and beating Missouri. They're just not.
1: Okay, I don't. I'm not saying they are either. Okay. I'm just saying if they, if you told me, they I would beat be, them, I, I would, would I'm not, flabber- I would not be shocked. I would be flabbergasted. Wouldn't be. I would not be shocked. Um, and then Vandy is Vandy. I don't know what's happening with this Wake Forest Vandy line. It's going the other direction. If it keeps, I mean, I'm going to take it anyway. You could put that spread at 25. I would take it. Um, Vandy's playing Wake Forest this weekend. I think they get destroyed. I, I'm just down on the SEC in general. I think that it's uh, very gettable all around the board. I think it's going. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm not. I don't see a completely dominant team right now in the SEC.
0: No, I think that's more than fair. They're, what Georgia's got going for it is time, talent, schedule. schedule. That's what I mean. And and they've got time to get better at quarterback.
1: Yeah, they their stuff can get fixed. You know what I mean.
0: And they've got lots of time. To lots do of it. time. To and defensively, it. they're going to be so good that they don't have to become an elite offensive team. Them and Alabama are
1: very similar, but if you can if you can get into the you can win those games in a low scoring game when they play each other. The other ones I don't I don't know man. LSU LSU can beat I think LSU can beat anybody. They got issues uh, like my man Mock Ten Sports and I were talking about this morning. You know they were talking about the secondary being so bad, and I was like, well, dude, they got Randy Moss trying to jump on them. Um,
0: but now it was the one thing that got mentioned. Kelly talked about it in the summer that he was concerned about their secondary play. And it, yeah, well they, know, if, it, it, it was it appeared to be a valid concern on Sunday.
1: Well, if you can't cover, you know what you got to do. If you can't cover, you know what the other well, you, you know got to get to the quarterback. You got to get the quarterback him. before he throws it, and putting That's four in the I middle is kind
0: like I kind of want to see. <laughs> I want to see what what they look like with Mason Smith. I want to see whether they take this deal with with Perkins trying to make him a traditional linebacker. go, well, that doesn't work, screw it. Let's go back to what he does well, which is see ball, get ball. It's what he did yeah. extremely well last year. He was a he was very difficult to handle for a lot of people.
1: It was very evident in that game very early what LSU's game plan was on defense. They felt they could get to the quarterback with their four downs or their three downs and, and whoever the other edge guy was. Yeah. And they left Perkins as a spy because Jordan Travis is really good about leaving the pocket and taking it off running. And so they thought that they could force him to flush and then Perkins was going to finish it. That was the plan. Did not go to playing it was like you know hold my beer and watch this
0: check out lanceslocks.com baseball's in the home stretch final few weeks of that season postseason right around the corner the uh, nfl season begins on thursday with Tux nfl in a minute college football is obviously in um, full speed ahead so if you need help handicapping games lanceslock.com is the best value it's consistently won for nine straight documented years right now it's the best price of the year it's lanceslock.com
1: um all right, so this week in the SEC, uh I'm I'm just gonna preview like the we'll blow through these. All right, Vandy's at Wake. I got it, it's down to ten and a half. Uh Wake is favored by ten and a half. Neil guess what? Ain't nowhere near f and close enough. Okay. I just did, didn't say it. Look,
0: you did you be did, did, All right. Um
1: I think I think Vandy's terrible. Um I'm taking this game, so it'll be on my picks to um make a ring Thursday. Uh, I may ha- I may not have enough picks. Uh, Ball State is at Georgia. Georgia is getting 42 points. I'd like to send my condolences to the coaching staff at Ball State and to all the fans of Ball State. Will y'all leave the head coach alone? Just leave him alone. Man had to go out first game, go play Kentucky, and then, hey, that wasn't good enough. So, let's game two, let's send you to Athens and That's let you go brutal. play Georgia Just to start the season. And then they're going to get mad at him if he doesn't win eight games. Like, he's already starting 0-2. Bless the guy. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Uh, Eastern Kentucky at Kentucky. No line. All right. Ole Miss. This is probably one of the first, uh, I think this is on for TV first. Ole Miss is now I, unless it's changed since I typed this this morning, Ole Miss is a seven and a half point favorite, uh, at Tulane.
0: Um, I'm surprised it's still that low. I think this thing opened. It opened at like three-and-a-half, four, and then it jumped to six and stayed at six-and-a-half for a day, and now it's at seven-and-a-half.
1: I got it at five-and-a-half.
0: Pratt did not practice today, although Willie Fritz said that he will play.
1: Dude, he'll be fine. Oh, I know. Yeah, Just that
0: his He was not available to – he normally is he got, available to media on Tuesday, and he was not available. Yeah, he got
1: stroked. I, I'm telling you, the, the back hit was much worse than whatever ankle issue he has. He'll They'll have him so shot up, you know, uh, all in a all and a roll of tape with cure Aids. Um, he'll be fine. Um, but look, Ole Miss's defense will get tested this game, but I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not. It's a blowout. I'm not there. I'm not. I don't think that Tulane is this great offensive juggernaut that everybody's making them out to be, um, Ole Miss will stop them enough. And I don't think Tulane can stop Ole Miss on offense. Ole Miss has got elite playmakers. My concern with watching Tulane now, Tulane is good. The only way Tulane stays in this game at all, the only way, is Tulane's defensive line would have to just just dominate Ole Miss's offensive line, and they got a couple of really good players. Yeah, because yeah. that's what happened to them in the South game. Right, the right tackle was getting his lunch ate on everything. They couldn't. They yeah, couldn't they disrupted
0: everything. They took away. The, completely took that passing game of South Alabama's and took it out of out of sync. Yeah.
1: Tulane would have to like just dominate on their defensive front versus Ole Miss's offensive front to have a chance and I just don't I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um and look, I, I'm not sitting here going this is going to be a, a 75 to 10 game or anything like that. I think this game's probably they'll have all the momentum, they'll be fired up, just just weather the storm. Once the storm goes over, the better players will take over. I can see this game getting extended in the um, second half pretty easily. Because I think that's just how I see it. I I, I think seven and a half is not enough.
0: All right. Um, Here's another one that I don't think is enough. Texas A&M minus four and a half. I think they're going to cover this with ease.
1: I'm having a tough time with this one. I agree with you. I I think Texas A&M covers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if they covered easily. But Miami, look, what you thought Miami should – like they quietly, you know, nobody you know, just nobody really talked about the game or anything. I watched the game. They looked – I was close. They looked uh, uh, much improved. The athletes were playing free, mm-hmm. and you could see the, recru- the recruiting taking shape. Yeah. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, He's a very good recruiter. You could see that taking Crystal shape. Wallace. I think they're going to be uh, – Especially in the ACC, where it's at, I think they're going to end up being okay. I mean, they're going to be much improved this year. Yeah. I think the, all the Mario Cristobal haters will go away this year, and he will be on his way to doing what he's there to do. Is it this week? They are home against Texas A&M. I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I like where Texas A&M's at right now. Um us get my spot there. Kent State at Arkansas. Arkansas is getting thirty-eight. So Kent State played UCF last week and lost fifty-six to six. Yeah. Okay. Um, 38, I'm not touching it. Number's too big, but they're not winning the game. Arkansas will be fine. Yeah. Uh, Austin Peay at Tennessee, we talked about. All right, Texas at Alabama. Right now, I got it at seven, unless it's moved. It's been bouncing around seven and a half, seven. I
0: stayed pretty consistent.
1: I am ho- I will probably buy the hook just to buy the hook, uh, because I don't like it being on seven. I like six and a half. I think Alabama dominates this game. I've, I've watched Texas twice now against Rice. Um...
0: You think Alabama dominates Texas? I think Texas? Alabama dominates Texas. Oh wow. Okay.
1: Um Quinn Ewers had some issues in the pocket. When he sees flash of color, which means he's in the pocket and the ends are racing upfield he sees flash of color, he thinks he's surrounded, he looks for a way out. He did that the whole game versus Rice and it, and it it got him a little bit. He was able to make some runs and things like that with his feet, but he wasn't he didn't hang in the pocket like he'd been doing a little bit. He got he got thumped a little bit. Dude, Bryant Denny will be rolling crazy. Oh, for sure on Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. That place will be electric.
0: Um, it feels like a not not like a litmus test, but a big moment for Steve Sarkisian because oh, it is. It's a big moment for them. You know, they 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 gave Alabama all it wanted a year ago, and then kind of fell off. And there's a lot of hype on Texas this year, and he's recruited really well. And there's expectation, and then obviously next year they're joining the SEC, and so this is a little bit of another. Hey, here's a taste of what's coming. I I just I haven't seen them, so I I have I have no expectations on this game. I, I did watch Alabama a little bit against Middle.
1: They look just they look like they did last year. Texas did, but yeah. they didn't look as. I don't know. They, it was almost like they were concerned with the protection. The thing they did a little bit more in this game against Rice, than I'd seen in a, maybe they just thought they were that much better. They did a lot of max protection route, like eight man protection, sending out two receivers. Did a ton of that in that game. Yeah, that's so you got a team dropping eight and you are sending two out. I mean, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I think Alabama rolls in this one. I think this is a dominated game. I think I think Nick's out to make a statement in this game. All right, Middle Tennessee at Missouri, which we just briefly touched on a minute ago. Look, I, I get it. Look, Middle Tennessee is not bad, man. They, I think they got a good team. Um, I'm not, I'm not all in on Missouri. They got to show me something. I think they were, like the most SEC. I'm down on them really as a whole. But um, if you just made me bet, I'd take Middle, Middle Tennessee in the points. I probably won't touch it. Um, but the quarterback play, running back play, and up front play. I mean, what else are we missing? I mean, the only thing they I mean, they're they're back ends good. Um, they got good DBs, they got good receivers, but if yep. you can't get them the ball it doesn't matter. You can't protect for the quarterback it doesn't matter. Um I'm 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 all in on this one. I think uh, Middle Tennessee is going to give them a little bit more than people want. Okay. Uh Gramlin, no, nobody cares. McNeese at Florida, nobody cares. All right, Arizona Mississippi State. I need to go back and watch Arizona one more time. They played in a uh, Northern Arizona, NAU. Um I I I buzzed it. I didn't really look at personnel. Um, but this being a home game at Mississippi State, a return game, last year Arizona had did a little bit better, you know, than they'd done in the past. But this game ended up being about athletes. Last year, I don't think that goes any different in this game. Yeah, it's at Mississippi State. Um, they're, you know, you're coming from the dry air of Tucson, coming to the humidity of the South. That combined with athletes, um, and they're not going to make a mistake. They're very solid. Uh, I think ten, uh, Mississippi State probably covers this game. I'm That's gonna, what I think too. I'm going to watch it one. Watch Arizona one more time. I want to see. Uh, I want to watch up front. But uh, initial look, I like Mississippi State to cover. All right, Furman at South Carolina. Nobody cares. All right, Auburn is. This line's dropping. Auburn's favored by six and a half at Cal. I'm going to be all over this one. I've watched both these games. I only watched the Cal game once. I uh, watched Auburn twice. I think. I don't, I don't think they match up athletically. I, I'm taking Auburn to cover um, this game. I, I think Auburn wins this pretty easily. I, I think this is a 17 to 21 point win for Auburn oh. um, on the road at Cal. Wow. That'd
0: um, be, that'd be a, a bit of a statement.
1: Um, to the public, yes. I, I don't think Cal's very good. Okay. I think that score against North Texas, remember we talked about that North Texas game was more about North Texas. Getting in third and twenty sevens because they're snapping the ball over the heads and stuff. Then it was, you know, blowing coverages, guys running uncovered, those kind of things. Athletically, I didn't see it with Cal.
0: Um, Who's Auburn got next week? Samford. Okay.
1: When they talking about coming back, return trip? Yeah. I did look at that because I wanted to see a nine thirty game, dude. That's so they won't get home till
0: six a.m., seven a.m. Oh, later than that. Yeah.
1: It's brutal playing at nine thirty on the coast because you got to think it's 9 30 on the coast the game's over at what 11 30 uh 12 o'clock uh yeah our time
0: Ooh, later than that no it's it's it'll be one in the morning our time when, when it's, it's done over. yeah okay so
1: it's done at one in the morning
0: so they're not in an airplane till 2 30 or media,
1: 3 showers getting to the airport
0: yeah no they're 10 o'clock in the morning on sunday getting back yeah
1: it's, it's a, that's those are rough trips um but somebody asked me in the in the thread earlier about does Ole Miss have the worst defense in the in the West? I don't. Auburn's got to show me something now. They had holes too now, um, but they got they got lucky with a lot of picks and things. I just don't think athletically Cal can attack the, the issues like like Ole Miss may score seventy points when they go to Jordan Hare Stadium. That's gonna be a well, that's gonna be a shootout. Take the over wherever they whenever they put the over in that game, take it.
0: Arkansas still has to prove itself defensively too. They got a lot of
1: yeah. Fun. They just lined up and played and just yeah. were better, right? Yeah. I want to see them get stretched vertically. They're going Ole Miss will score a bunch that that you're looking at. For it. as
0: bad as they were defensively a year ago, they lost a couple of guys that were pretty good players. So they've got to replace those guys. Uh the the, the kid that transferred from Alabama was a really good player for them last year. Uh um, Sanders. Yeah. And then, you know, Poole played seventeen seasons at linebacker was very instrumental for them. They have to replace both of those guys.
1: Um all right. But they so they got to show me something too. So they got they got their own issues to deal with. I just think they're better athletes. All right, national game of interest. I'm gonna get some of your thoughts on this. Okay. All right, Notre Dame is going uh, to NC State, and it's really one of the first. I mean, Notre Dame's played Tennessee State, uh, quickie clients, and. uh, Well, Notre Dame
0: played the game in Dublin. Yeah, they looked really good.
1: Didn't think they were very good either. Um, Navy. Yeah. And so NC State, NC State. Had a little scare this weekend. They played UConn. UConn's sneaky good. Yeah. Uh, Struggled, but they ended up pulling away at the end. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs at home against Notre Dame. Uh, Interesting game I want to keep an eye on. I probably won't bet it, but I think this is going to be a really good game. Okay. um, Interested to see. And then, you know, you got – they're familiar with uh, the Notre Dame quarterback considering he was at Wake Forest. Yeah. In the same town. Yeah. All right, so they're going, they're going to know each other, so it's going to be interesting to see there. All right, the big one, the Cy-Hawk Trophy is on the line yeah. for your Iowa Hawkeyes and yeah. my Iowa State, quick, you glance, Cyclones. Your Hawkeyes are
0: getting four points. they are giving four. What did I say, giving? You said getting. Getting, We're yeah, they giving. are four-point favorites. Yes, four-point favorites on the road in Ames. In Ames. Which is a reflection on what the bookies think of iowa state these days can iowa score four points oh yeah they think score four i mean they can get five or six but
1: what three safeties
0: a couple safeties
1: <laughs> two safeties and a run football. a punt back <laughs>
0: uh, um i mean i mean i do think the question for them as crazy as it sounds is can they get to like mid-20s because if they do they're going to win if they can't it's gonna be close. This game last year was like ten to seven. It was super close.
1: <laughs> it was like, what was it? We were laughing. It was
0: actually a really entertaining. It was a great game, game last year.
1: It was a great game. The under hit was like ease, and the under was like twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was I, something I, crazy. I think
0: it was ten to seven last yeah, year. Yeah, it was something
1: crazy. Uh, but look, I'm pulling for my guys at Iowa State. Then for the people who are new here, um, I'm a big fan of Matt Campbell. I'm biased, so just let everybody know. I'll let you know when I'm biased or not. I am bi- with biased. I love my guys, Derek. I like all the guys at uh, Iowa State. I'm a big Iowa State fan. Um, just good people. All right. Uh, interesting game here. The SMU, SMU, is going on the road um, to Oklahoma. Um, I didn't know if you noticed, but Oklahoma scored like 764 points last week. Yeah. And they did not care. They were, they were just rolling. No, they were rolling. Rolling on. So yeah. I have a friend of mine that coaches at Oklahoma. Um, I text him in the middle of the game. And was like, "Are you drunk?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." That, and I got a response. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the game it was great. Um, like, jeez, my Christmas. Oklahoma looked really good, dude. They did. Now they're playing Arkansas State. Arkansas State's down. Um, I want to SMU is SMU. Rhett Lashley has got them. He's done a great job. He has. And they're fixing to get serious about some. We fisting go back to the old. Uh, no, they're going to uh, Southwest Conference days.
0: SMU's going to be really interesting moving forward. This is an interesting game. I mean, I, I'm inclined to lay the points with Oklahoma, just the way that I think they've kind of figured some things out. They've recruited at a really high level. Dylan Gabriel's healthy and in, in year two, and some of that. But look, SMU's—they're a great story, and they're—they're they're getting ready to try to. They did the deal with the ACC that they had to do, got it done, and so they've preserved a spot at the table if you will um yeah dude here's the other one that you you got it written down here Oregon all right what am I missing I don't know I on first glance I look at this and go I will lay six and a half points all day long Texas Tech but now Texas Tech's a different team in Lubbock Lubbock than they are anywhere else and last week they were in Laramie and they just just didn't happen for them but so look
1: i watched oregon dude they look like a well-oiled machine dude. oregon
0: oregon looked really good
1: really now, good they were
0: playing nobody but they look really good but, and they've got you know i mean nicks is back and there's a story about him and how he's just kind of really playing with the clear head and playing with a lot of confidence and some of the stuff that bothered him last year has gone um it's a very talented roster they've got he's got weapons all over the place but it feels like a trap I mean, some. I mean, this game's in Eugene. What's the
1: spread? Fourteen. I mean, what are we doing? Oh,
0: easy. I think. But I I mean, mean, I'm all
1: about giving the three point
0: home bump. But at six and a half, I mean, you're just giving you're giving me the hook. But look, Texas Tech's going. They were a good team at the end of last season. I like the coach. They just got they just got popped. You know, it's been a serious week of practice there. This is again. It's my whole. You can overreact to week one and lose a lot of money in week two. This is true.
1: I feel like like I have to take this game. I have to bet it. But I know like you talking about a rat line? Like I know I'm going I'm donating money when I bet this. I know when I don't when I bet this I'm it's donating. It's just money. a
0: lot of red flags on this game. I mean, like, dude. To where I'm just like, now nah, pass. I'm not touching that game. I mean, does somebody have naked pictures of Dan Lanning or something? I mean, what are we doing? Again, there's just a lot of red flags. They're bet much better at home. You know they're gonna have a serious week of practice. It's a proud team. They'll show. And yeah. It, you know, it's a long flight for Oregon. It's a weird environment. It's going to be hotter than hell. Yeah, that one's weird. All right, last one. Um,
1: My Wisconsin Badgers. Yep. My fighting Phil Longos. My fighting Jack McNeil's. My fighting Luke Fickles. We're going on the road to Washington State, and they are favored by six and a half. Um, man, this looks Listen, this one's – this has got upset alert all over it. Yeah. Because um, Washington State can score. And Wisconsin will have to run the ball effectively, and I don't know if, if they have the, the dudes to do what Phil wants to do on offense, to do the scoring right. back and forth. Like, this doesn't need to be a track
0: meet. And Washington State's a lot like Texas Tech. They're one of those teams that –
1: play well In
0: Pullman, they're a yeah. different team than they are when they're other places.
1: I don't. If this and I know everybody's
0: that way, but some of those teams are they're extreme in that regard.
1: Like if this game is like hits the over, if the over hits in this game, Washington State will probably win this game outright. Yeah. If the under hits, Wisconsin will probably cover. Like this has to be a. I don't
0: hate Washington State here. I know giving points, but Washington
1: Wisconsin run the football. They have to keep this. They have to control the ball. So I'm I'm probably not going to bet it. I will watch it. I'm so interested in that one. All right, um, real quick before we get out of here. We spent like a gazillion years talking about college football the last couple weeks, and you know what comes on Thursday night? You and I's favorite sport. Yep. The National Football League. Yep. Um, And we'll breeze through these really quick. Um, Starting off Thursday night, though, the Detroit Lions are going into Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by six and a half points.
0: It's a big line. For the National Football League, that's a big line. It's a big line. Uh, Travis Kelsey's questionable Has any issue Chris Jones is not playing It's a it's a big moment for Detroit
1: That's what it feels like right Like this yeah, is a, a moment
0: bit. It feels like a big moment But it's week one I mean But it's like You you almost like
1: It's almost like a small victory For Detroit Because it's like Hey we recognize you Sure We're putting you on the national stage Opening night Sure Of the NFL Against the defending champs
0: Sure No, they're they're a team that benefited greatly from doing the hard knocks thing. They gained a lot of fans nationally, kind of casual. I was one of them. Kind of casual fans who liked them. They had a really good finish to the season. I don't know how much that carries over from one year to the next, but...
1: They have a... Here's the thing that they have a maybe, if not the, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Um, You got Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery sharing running back duties. Um... I like it, dude. Uh, if I if I bet this game, I will probably take the lines and the points. That's a lot of points. I think they can, with no Chris Jones. I think they can they can ball control and keep Mahomes off the field.
0: I'm damn sure not laying six and a half. That's just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of points. I'm either, de- I'm either Detroit game. or nothing. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm even though it's Patrick Mahomes and as great as he is and he is amazing, I'm I'm just not I'm not laying six and a half points in an NFL game anytime soon. All right, my good friend Chris Kiffin and the Houston Texans
1: will travel to Baltimore to play the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are getting 10 points, which I think, and it is, it's the largest spread of the weekend. Um, 10 points a lot in the NFL, boss. A ton. A lot in the NFL.
0: Well, and Cleveland's one of those really interesting teams because so much of this depends on – It's wh- Texans and the Ravens. What did I say? I, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant Baltimore is one of the more yeah. interesting teams because – they had all the off-season stuff with Lamar Jackson. Got it solved. Gave him the money. When he's on, there's a lot of pressure on Lamar Jackson this year that hasn't been on him in the past. Now you got to live up to the contract.
1: Got your receivers. Go play.
0: I think they're going to be a really good team, but 10 points is just too many.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be I'm the game not,
0: that I was getting ready to talk about because you said Chris and I, he used to be in Cleveland. <laughs> the, is is Bengals Bengals against the Browns in Cleveland? Cleveland to me one of the more interesting teams in the league this year because okay. there's a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson after all of that they gave him he's got all the money and he's moved on from the offseason stuff that gave him a year ago. I didn't think he looked very good at the end of last season. Now some of that was rust, I'm sure. And then with Cincinnati, a team that. A lot of people are picking to win the Super Bowl. How healthy is Joe Burrow? He's fine. Yeah. Um, He's been practicing already, I think. Yeah, they've got all their receivers back. It's the best offensive line they've played with. They've done a great job in the draft at Cincinnati. They lost the safeties, but they drafted safeties behind them that came in ready to play.
1: Division game, started. off. It's a division
0: game that they typically struggle with. They play Baltimore next week. Uh, they started slow last year, start slow and this you year. can't start slow this year because they, they want the playoffs to go through Cincinnati. I, this is one I'll just tell you that I really like. I like Cincinnati minus the two-and-a-half at Cleveland.
1: Yeah, shocker. I do, too. Again, for new people, this, these two guys, Bengals fans, so probably betting with their heart and her head at the same time. Um. I just think they win the game and a field goal usually wins it in the NFL. I think two and a half is not enough. I think they win it by a field goal or more. I think it will be a close game because it's a divisional game. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Vikings minus six. Um I think the Vikings cover, dude.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't hate that one either. I kinda like uh
1: I think the Bucks are a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah.
0: The only thing you worry about with Minnesota is just regressing to the the norm after kind of winning so many close games and staying so healthy last season. Dude, just close your eyes and
1: throw it to Justin Jefferson. Good things will probably happen.
0: Amazing player. Just close your eyes.
1: All right. We don't have vibing in here today, but this is for him. For the first time in the year 2023, the Tennessee Titans are on the road in New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Aints. The Aints are – three-point favorites at home against the Tennessee Titans.
0: Kind of like New Orleans minus the three here.
1: I do too. Um, I, I'm not a
0: – Not big on the Titans at all. Not big on the Titans right now. Um, and I actually think New Orleans is going to be okay. Now they got to play with Alvin Kamara the first three weeks of the season. and That's going to impact their offense a little bit. Yeah,
1: it will a little bit, but they'll be all right. Um, I just think at home, I mean, here's what you got to do. You know 22 is getting the ball or two. What number is Derek now? See, 22 or two? 22 you you know he's getting the ball stop him you win the game pretty easily i'm going as my man demario davis Let's see if he can shut it down all right you already know where i'm going with this next one the carolina panthers are going on the road to the atlanta falcons i'm glad gjg's not in here today the falcons are somehow three and a half point favorites at home against the carolina panthers um, I'm taking the Panthers. I'm, really? I'm going to bet against – If the Falcons are ever favored in any game except when they play the Cardinals, I'm taking I'm taking going, the r- other way.
0: Going rookie quarterback on rookie the road. Rookie quarterback on one. the
1: road, first start against the Falcons. I'm taking the Panthers plus three and a half. I'm not even thinking about it. Okay. All right. Um, I kind of like this game. I'm interested to see your take on this. I got the, the Jacksonville Jaguars are five-point favorites going on the road to the Colts. I think this line is is like that because they've struggled in this matchup. Right. Yeah um this ain't it dude
0: no I, i'm laying I'm, the five i'm laying here. the five i think this is the year it's a tough assignment for anthony richardson in week one
1: yeah with we'll mean, no Jonathan all taylor assignments,
0: all assignments are tough but yeah this one's this one's tough
1: no jonathan taylor i'm i'm all in by um the jacksonville jaguars this, this next eight. one i
0: think is one of the best games of the weekend 49ers at the steelers the niners giving two and a half i'm i'm a little bullish a little on pittsburgh i'm a little bullish on pittsburgh here
1: I'm probably going
0: well. They, you know, Watt can really disrupt an offense. Uh Pickett's back for year two. I thought he did some good things last season. It's a great organization like yeah, no, Bo-
1: no Bosa, probably yeah. no, and no uh George Kittle.
0: I'm I'm leaning towards this being one of my picks because I'm getting two and a half points for a home team in an opener. I'm I'm and I think let me look. I wonder if that's a noon game. I think it is one of the early games.
1: And what's the there's some kind of crazy stat about when teams fly, fly from across the West, playing a yeah. the noon game. Um it is a noon game. Yeah. So um I'm probably not going to touch it, but you know what? If I bet this game, I may just bet the Steelers money line. I probably will not even mess with the points. I think they I don't think it's got a two-point game. So that's where I, I be honest with you and for people that don't know where I I do well in the NFL. That's always been my thing. When these lines are under three points, I don't ever, t- like when I bet my own money, I know we do it for the show and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but when I bet my own money, any line that's under two points either way, I just pick the winner. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you pick the underdog and they win, you're getting plus money. Instead, of, Does that make sense? Yep. And so, like, if I bet this game, I wouldn't take the Steelers plus two and a half. I would just take the Steelers money line.
0: Let's roll through the other uh, We got to roll. Cardinals, but, Cardinals at Washington. It's a, uh, Washington's dude, a seven-point favorite. That's
1: a, that's a, that. I'll tell you everything you need to know. The Cardinals are tanking this thing, dude. They haven't named a starting quarterback. Yeah, because of competitive reason. This guy, they're out there,
0: man. Yep. This is this but, is but a seven, bad experiment but about to seven, go wrong. Seven points is a lot of points. Uh, the Raiders go to Denver. Denver. Uh, the Sean Payton era begins. Denver, a three and a half point favorite. No idea. <laughs> rivalry game. I mean, division rivalry game. Yeah, versus uh, – yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't touch it. Great game here. Uh, Miami goes across this country to play the Chargers. The Chargers a three point favorite. Tua versus Justin Herbert. This is a good game. I mean, this is, if you're looking for a three twenty five game to dial into, this is probably one of the best games of the week. Probably the one. Uh, what Eagles. You, what you feel on that one? Uh, I'm inclined to go Chargers at home and lay the points, but but if you told me, I wouldn't touch it. Okay, because Miami's capable. That may be a game. Dolphins money line for me. Uh, Eagles at Patriots. Eagles a four point favorite in Foxborough. I'm not, I'm all Eagles on this one. Yeah, I think I am too. Uh, a good game in Chicago. Green Bay starting without the, the Jordan Love era. They go to uh, Chicago. The Bears giving a point at home in a rivalry game that is typically very close. It won't Aaron, touch it. Aaron Rodgers owned this rivalry.
1: Yeah, won't touch it. Don't care. I know you're a Bears fan. Yeah, it's, I'm interested do in it. Do you get, let me ask you a question. Do you get with the Bears like you do with the Cubs? If no, no, If no, they're no, good?
0: No, 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 no. I don't get with anything the way I do with the Cubs. Okay. With the possible exception of the Thunder. Okay. I was curious. By the way, uh, Sunday morning, seriously, the uh, FIBA championship is at 840 in the morning on Sunday. What so the hell is that? The International Basketball Association. Oh, okay. It's a decent chance that it's USA versus Canada. And if that's the case, it's going to be a really good game.
1: Who's balling for Canada these days?
0: It's Shea Gildas, Alexander, Dylan Brooks, Lou Dort. Oh, gotcha. I didn't, know, I the, didn't know Canada and was a the basketball U, power. Then the U.S. team is is pretty loaded. It could be a, if it ends up being that, it could be a really fun game. And if it's not Canada, it will be Luka Doncic. Okay. So that's eight forty in the morning on Sunday. If you're looking for something that morning,
1: I mean, other than, other what, than what morning is this?
0: Other Sunday. Other than pregame shows Dude, I'm, I'm going
1: to church and then I'm coming home and, and going to the early church and then letting going upstairs and going to my cave
0: uh, we got Rams, uh, Seahawks Rams at Seahawks Seattle giving five at home against the Rams I think that tells you a whole lot about what Vegas thinks about the Rams uh, a good Sunday night game uh, Cowboys minus three and a half in New York to or in New Jersey specifically to play the Giants.
1: I will probably take the Giants plus three and a half. Yeah. If I'm getting a hook, I will probably take them at home in a divisional game, getting a hook. I'm kind of the same way.
0: I mean, they may lose the
1: game, but I think it's a close game.
0: And then the Monday night game, Buffalo is at the Jets. The Aaron Rodgers era gets started. The Jets a two and a half point home underdog.
1: Whew. That's going to be – that line will probably move, I imagine. I'm um,
0: not super high on Buffalo going into this season. They don't have – you know, Von Miller's not playing. I'm just not – not super high on Buffalo going in. There are other teams in the AFC that I think are clearly head and shoulders above the Bills.
1: We'll do make it rain Thursday, um, but if I pick this game, I will probably. That's one of those I would go moneyline Jets if I'm going if I'm going to bet
0: it. Okay, that's all I got today, boss. All right, we'll be back on our uh, Thursday. We'll make it. We'll make our picks. Tyler enters the uh, week two with a one two, one game two unit two unit lead. Is that right? Yeah,
1: because you were one and five, and you were two and, and you four were minus four, and I was minus two.
0: Okay,
1: I was two and four, so I'm minus two. Oh, okay, you we were one and five. Gotcha.
0: And right, whatever. i was thinking about like baseball standings. I know. If you're two and four, I'm one and five. I'm a game back.
1: Big game though. Bit one game two units.
0: Yeah. Coming whatever. in hot. I'm we not, got NFL. So I'm not we got wins. So it doesn't matter.
1: So this coming this week, we'll have eleven total bets. Yep. All right. We'll have five college and a money line, and then five NFL. No
0: money line NFL. Last year, the NFLs what kept me in it uh, for a period of time. I'm awful with college games. I just don't watch it. I need I, to. Right. I, I need to, well, I need to make myself do it. Here's what's happened to me. It's already happened. <laughs> your the baseball team that I love, hate. You do. The last few years, they've been out of it by May. And so when football season rolled around, I'm like, oh, I'm not watching football, baseball anymore. <laughs> and now, now they're it in it. It controls your thoughts. And as much as I try to watch, like yesterday, I was like, "Hey, i am going to watch this North Carolina Duke game? Here's here's what happened to me. I'm going to watch. Clemson Duke. Yeah, Clemson Duke. (laughs) I'm going to watch this game. I know I got to talk about it. Whatever. And so I looked at my phone, and it had Milwaukee 2, Pittsburgh nothing. And so I turned to football. And then Pittsburgh hit a home run. You
1: got two TVs. just Yeah, I was downstairs cooking. What'd
0: you cook? Uh, I grilled a bunch of stuff. Grilled pork chops and grilled a bunch of stuff for the week. And then... Of course, I was out cooking for so long, and it was so hot that I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not even hungry. Man. You ever done that? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't miss a meal. Yeah. So, uh, um, anyway, I saw that. Like, oh, it's two to two now, and I'm like, I'm gonna flip over here for a minute, and then I ended up staying on Pittsburgh and Milwaukee the rest of the way. That's what happened. That that happens a lot when the Cubs are going to do this deal, or we'll probably get to the last week of the season and break my heart. No, they're gonna get to the playoffs, right? Uh, if the end, yeah they're in pretty good shape right now. They, they're, it's not like we have got a long time left. They've got they 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 have a pretty decent hold on the second wild card as as of this moment.
1: Um, I think the last episode of Hard Knocks will be on tonight. Have you watched any of the Hard Knocks? I have not. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I need to go back. It was with the Jets, right? With the
1: Jets, they yeah. just don't. They definitely made some concessions to get the Jets. Like you know how you, you don't have a lot of the meeting room. You know, just the random meeting room cameras that they get the non. Scripted moments. Yeah. Don't have a lot of the meeting room cameras. Yeah. They're very careful on how they, but it's still good. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's final episode tonight.
0: So we'll be back on Thursday. We'll make our picks and uh, get you ready for uh, week two in the college football season, week one in the NFL. Again, we've been brought to you by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So check them out. On Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. For Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. Until next time, take care.